come back Your dreams were your ticket Welcome back Here we go, yo! Here we go, yo! So what's, what's, what's up the scenario? What's up, everybody? Just want to say, how's it going? Hope everybody had a great 4th of July. And I wanted to thank all of our listeners. Woo! We had a lot of listeners for our last episode uh, about OJ. Uh, more than we've had for any other episode. And I'd like to probably say that had to do with uh, my co-host at the time, Easy. A lot of people probably were excited to hear him. I thought we made a pretty good one-two combo punch. But uh, as you can see, Easy, Easy. I don't have any easy, no easy here. Uh, looks like uh, the, the spotlight has gone to Easy's head. And unfortunately now uh, we're in contract disputes. So Easy came in for one show, gave it his all, put it out there. The fans loved him. He let it go to his head and now he thinks he's a huge star. And I asked him to come on back and, you know, he uh, wants to play hardball. He's basically uh, pulling a Dwayne Wade. He's pulling a Dwayne Wade. He decided that he wanted to be in contract dispute and not come to the table. So I apologize to everyone out there if they're turning in once again to hear Easy. Uh, he's not here tonight. Hopefully we can get him back another time. I don't know. Maybe we need to start a hashtag, release Easy, save Easy get easy here whatever it might be uh if you want to hear more of easy i would say you know email me you can always email me um you can always put a comment on the soundcloud about we want easy we want more easy maybe then we can come to a negotiation and we can bring him on back but his choice he's being the big head uh, no, no easy Speaking of big heads, we got a lot of guys that just got some big wallets and heads over the weekend. Uh, we NBA free agency. Woo! Crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, for those of you who haven't been following, the NBA just had their free agency last weekend. And guys were getting money, getting paid, getting paid. The biggest story, of course, was uh, old Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant made the jump from Oklahoma City to Golden State. And I, a lot of people had said that that was a possibility, but no one really thought that it would happen. And I was one of them. I did not think Kevin Durant would jump to Golden State. I didn't think he would want to join up with a bunch of other great players and get uh, the super team put together, especially – he was part of uh, that team a few years ago that said when Miami put their super team together that uh, that wasn't the way to do things. But I guess losing a bunch of times in the NBA playoffs changed old Kevin Durant's tune, and he decided to jump ship over to Golden State. Now, with that said, though, I don't think Kevin Durant owes anybody anything. You know, you've seen these images where Kevin Durant – his jerseys are being burned and people are saying all these horrible things about Kevin Durant. He owed the people of Oklahoma City nothing. Nothing at all. And the reason I say that is these players 
come out of college or high school back in the day or they don't go to any kind of college. They just go play pros overseas. And they come into a league where they are drafted. They are chosen by a team where they're going to play for the next five to seven years. So basically, it's like an arranged marriage. They have no idea what they're getting themselves into. And when they get the opportunity to get out of that arranged marriage, they do. And that's basically what's happened with these players is that they don't want to be in certain spots anymore. And can you blame them? If you had the opportunity to leave Oklahoma, you would be leaving Oklahoma as well. Sorry, Oklahoma, if there's any people out in Oklahoma, but I think you know what I'm talking about. Your mayor today even said that the city grew a ton due to Kevin Durant. So he was a little afraid of your economy as well. And people get the heck out of there. Now, if you come and tell me, though, I can make a whole bunch of money for a while and then I can get a decision to leave, well, I'm going to do that. And that's exactly what these players do. They go to the team that they have to be drafted to and then they do their time. And Kevin Durant was a solid guy. He never did anything wrong in the community. He got the MVP. He got you to the NBA Finals. And they were within a whisker of going back to the NBA Finals this year, too, if Klay Thompson doesn't heat up. So Kevin Durant owes nobody a thing at all. And the people that are down on him need to get off that. NBA players don't owe you anything. It's part of entertainment. It's entertainment. That's all it is. It's just entertainment. You know, these fans, they get crazy about sports uh Man, take a look in the mirror. And I know it's only 10% of you. There's, there's really only 10% out there who go so crazy to where they want to burn people's jerseys and say horrible things to them. So we're all fans, but only 10% of us are a little crazy. The sad thing is, though, I guarantee if those 10% fans ran into Kevin Durant, they'd be asking for Kevin Durant's autograph and saying, Oh, I love you, Kevin Durant. You're my favorite. But it's easy to go on YouTube, social media, and, you know, be a hero without actually uh, doing it to somebody's face. So Kevin Durant is on his way to Golden State, and they're forming the super team. This is like when Super Mario and Luigi and Princess and Bowser all teamed up for Super Smash Brothers. You had all the great characters all in one game, and then video game nerds were going crazy. Well, this is a basketball game nerds are all going crazy and people are saying well this is horrible for the NBA but the one thing about the NBA that's different than NFL football where everyone talks about well NBA doesn't have parody and NFL does is the NBA is more of a show than anything else one guy can go to one team and change everything I mean look what happened to LeBron when he went back to Cleveland NFL football isn't like that plus the NBA is a seven game series so the best team is always going to win for the most part. NFL is one game and done. If they played best of seven, it would be a lot different. You'd be seeing the teams such as the Patriots, uh, such as a few years ago when you had the Broncos in Seattle. They placed, you know, It may not turn out the same way, but when you got one game and done, there's a lot more parity because you make one mistake, you're done. Well, in the NBA, you've got a best of seven, and it's made to be the best team wins. So people are talking about, you know, it's not fair because there's no parity. Well, wake up, folks. There hasn't been parity in the NBA ever. It's an elitist league. It always has been. If you have the best player in the league, you're probably going to get to the NBA Finals. That, that's just how it works. Uh, 
And if you have one of the top five players, you're going to make it. And if you don't, well, chances are you're not going to be in the NBA Finals. That's just the way it goes. So people need to wake up and say, oh, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's never been fair. I mean, there's a reason why since 1984 we only have 10 different we only have 10 different champions, and there's 30 teams. So you know, figure that out. And that's over what 32 years. So in 32 years, we've had 10 different cha- 10 different teams. But one thing to look at, and this is no one is looking at this since the super teams became the big normal thing when Miami put their super team together with LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. We've actually seen six different champions, or sorry, excuse me, five different champions in six years. And that's more parity than the league has ever seen, ever. And so there is, so for people to say there's no parity, well, it's probably because your team's not winning and you don't have the star player. And don't get me wrong, I don't, my team doesn't win anymore and they don't have a star player either. So I'm one of those guys out there that, uh, could complain about it, but I'm not going to because I love the NBA and I love the next season, the games we're going to see. I mean, anyone that's an NBA fan has got to be excited for Durant, Clay Thompson, Curry, Draymond Green, Eagle Dalla. I mean, that's just a basketball junkie's dream to watch that. That's like a video game. I read somewhere the NBA 2K said they don't even know what they're going to do to make the video game because it's going to be too good. Those guys are going to be too good. It's going to be where you're in your playing with your buddy. You're like, dude, nobody can be Golden State. There's the no Golden State rule. Sorry. Because they're going to be too good. The video game makers have even said that. So they're going to not even be allowed to be played with you and your buddies. They're going to be the outlawed team. Uh, kind of like back in the day when you had uh, Bo Jackson on Tech Mobile. You had old Bo, Bo Jackson on the Raiders, and it was, up. Oh, can't, nope, 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 can't be uh, the Raiders, because Bo Jackson would just, all you had to do was get up to the corner and go up and down, up and down the screen, up to the top screen, down to the bottom screen, and you would score a touchdown every single time. So he became outlawed, and that's what's going to happen to uh, the Golden State Warriors if you're playing with them on NBA 2K with your buddies. But back to the, the NBA, and the bigger surprises we saw this year in this free agency is we have a new person that is the number one paid player in the league, and uh, that's Mike Conley. Yep, that's right. I said Mike Conley. Uh, Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies. He is now making $152 million plus. He's the highest paid player ever in the NBA. And uh, you people out there who maybe don't watch the NBA or listen to the NBA, you might be like, Mike Conley? What the heck? Didn't his dad play for USC or something? Uh, he did. His dad did play for USC. But he uh, kind of fell into the right circumstance at the right time. This year in the NBA, saw the huge influx of money to come in. So since money had to be spent, if there's a market for it, then guys were going to make money, and that's what happened with Mike Conley. He's a career 14 points, 6 assists point guard, and a lot of people are probably saying Mike Conley Jr., wow, he's the highest-paid player of all time. But let's, uh, before you know, everyone says, well, that's not fair, the league is going to continue bringing in money for the next couple years due to revenue from their NBA deals with their licensing, with their 
digital rights and they're broadcasting with ESPN and Turner Sports. So that means more money, more money, more money, more money. And you're going to see your first $40 million player next season in LeBron James. He's going to get paid $40 million a year. And so Mike Conley Jr. won't uh, be the highest paid anymore. Now, again, people are probably out there saying, good Lord, that's a lot of money. And it is a lot of money. But these guys are entertainers. And if they were put on the open market, you're not telling me somebody wouldn't be giving LeBron James $100 million? Oh, yeah. LeBron James would be getting $100 million. Think of him like the Rolling Stones or U2 or, I don't know, Justin Bieber or something. I was going to go Michael Jackson, but he's dead. And, you know, it just makes me cry. So I didn't want to cry throughout the podcast. um, And see, now I'm emotional. I can't do it anymore. But anyway, you get what I'm saying. You have an entertainer out there. They command big bucks, and they bring in 250 to $300 million a, a year to tour. Well, no one's, I haven't heard one person ever say, oh, my gosh. Good, they are making way too much money. Those guys are making too much money. They need to stop. You know what? I'm going to go burn their records. I'm going to go burn their records and all my T-shirts because they make too much money, and I'm going to stop going to their concerts. Nobody says that because they just figure, well, they're an entertainer. That's what they do. Sports is the same way, guys. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. This isn't the 1940s anymore. Sorry. Sports isn't just your everyday guy playing it and, you know, old Joe DiMaggio's out there making his $50,000 a year. It's not like that anymore. Sports is big-time business, and it's entertainment. It's entertainment. So these guys, in some ways, are even underpaid because of all the money that the owners are bringing in. You know, those are the people that maybe we should start looking at saying, hey, you know, I'm going to burn them. No one does, though, because they're faceless. No one cares. And basketball players get the worst of I'm going to burn that jersey or I'm going to do that because you can see them. (laughs) They're the most put out there of all the athletes. They wear shorts. They have tank tops. You can see their face. Nothing's covering them. Only thing that's covering them half the time is their tattoos. But you can always see them. We're football players, baseball players. They have hats on. Football players are covered up by helmets. I guarantee you I could put up a lineup of 25 different NFL players, and if none of them are the quarterback, most fans wouldn't be able to pick them out of the lineup. Why? Because we don't ever see their face. You never get to see their face. So basketball players are the most scrutinized when it comes to the how much money they're making. And as fans, let's just stop. Let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy the times. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to enjoy these guys out there. These are the greatest athletes in the world, and they're putting on a show every single night. And for all these people out there like, well, it was better back in my day. Eh, I've looked at a lot of stats, and the 80s and 90s weren't quite as great as we all remember it. Uh, I know that we like to go back and say, well, you know, it was a lot tougher game back then. And it's true. The fouls, I will give them that. The physicalness of the game was a little bit a uh, lot rougher back then. And you could get away with hard fouls where now you can't. That part of the game is true. But when you look at shooting, when you look at pace of play, when you look at uh, overall athleticism of the game, it is way up. We have the best shooters in the world. We've never had this great of shooters in the history of the game. I don't care how far back you want to go. It's never happened. 
the game has never been better athletically. And some people say, well, that's because they got rid of the hand check. They got rid of the hand check, and you can't do that anymore. If you can do the hand check, I mean, imagine that. That's not true. That That's not true at all. The hand check, hand checking, all it would do is push people further out, and they would just hit more threes. You'd see even more three-pointers. There was a time during the 1983 finals where the Celtics and the Lakers shot six three-pointers the entire the entire finals. That's just crazy to even think about. So for people to say that they were better shooters then, they were better basketball players, they weren't. They're more they're way more athletic now. You didn't have Kevin Durant's six ten, almost seven feet outside shooting threes. So the game is better, and those guys should be getting paid for it. I have nothing wrong with seeing these guys paid. The top players, that is. Now, we want to go down to the the lower range players, and I'm talking to you, Matthew Delladova. I mean, Matthew Delladova must have woke up and just started screaming from the high heavens, Good Lord! Lord Almighty! I'm thankful for you! Woo! Woo! Because that guy went from making $2 million to making $10 million, and he averages five points a game. He must be over at LeBron James's house every single day to say, Oh, LeBron! LeBron, I love you! I love you, LeBron! I love you! I don't know why he's talking like an Islam, but that's how Matthew Delvedova, I hear him in my head. That's, that's how I hear him. And so he's telling LeBron how much he loves him because him being on the Cleveland Cavaliers just got that boy $40 million. Okay, that's where the NBA has some issues. I would rather see the best players get the money and have these lower range players get the one million, two million dollars. But that's not gonna happen because they have a union and they have a union to spread the money out to everybody. And if any of the top players complain about it, well they're the ones that signed up for that. So in my eyes, I would like to see the best players get their money, the lower players not get so much. Real quick, we got a new sponsor, our first sponsor we've ever had. We're real excited to welcome Home Pro, Home Pro for all your clean cleaning needs and equipment needs. Choose Home Pro, and if you want to check them out, you can check their website out at floorcarecompany.com. That's floorcarecompany.com. Tell them Marty sent you, and you'll get yourself some free shipping. All right, really excited for our new sponsor, Home Pro. Give them a check them out. Really excited that they uh, listened to that last podcast and joined aboard. If any other sponsors are out there and like to join, just go ahead and give me an email, and uh, we'll see what we can do for you. So our the other part I wanted to talk about tonight was breaking news that just happened literally a couple hours ago. So if you listen to this. Uh, Thursday morning, you will hear us breaking news, and maybe you didn't even hear it. Dwayne Wade has left the Miami Heat. So you take the big three, the Miami Heat of Bosch, LeBron, and Wade, and they're pretty much gone. So that super team is pretty much done. LeBron went back to Cleveland. Chris Bosch got blood clots. He continues to get those blood clots. Nobody knows if he's going to be able to play again. And the franchise the savior, the president of Miami, Dwayne Wade, is leaving. 
over $5 million, folks. Dwayne Wade wanted $50 million from the Miami Heat for two years, $25 million for two years. Dwayne Wade has taken a lot of pay cuts to get players to come in. He's lost probably altogether $15 million from doing that the last few years. So he felt like, hey, I've lost some money. I want the Kobe deal. I want the Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was paid a lot of money for doing absolutely nothing the last two years. And Dwayne Wade kind of wanted the same thing. He's kind of in the twilight of his career. He's going to be 35 this year. By the time that deal would be up, uh, he'd be almost 37. So he definitely is in the tw- not going to be in the prime of his career anymore and possibility that he'll have nothing left by the time that contract ends. Well, Miami said, we're going to give you two years, 40 million, two years, 40 million. They first wanted to give him two years, 20 million. And that was a joke, especially when I just told you Della Dova is getting 40 million. So that was a joke. So they got it up two years, 40 million. Well, he decides to open up talks with other teams he talked to Denver he talked to Milwaukee he talked to Chicago today and Chicago came in and they're paying him 45 million dollars 45 million and they're getting Dwayne Wade back home Dwayne Wade is going home he's from Chicago it's where he grew up it's where he played high school ball he's coming home if you remember a few years back before the Miami super team got put together Dwayne Wade was talking with the Chicago Bulls to possibly play there but he ended up re-signing with Miami well, Chicago finally got him. And I uh, this is more surprising to me than Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin Durant was huge because he's still a top five player. But Dwayne Wade, this would have been like Kobe Bryant saying, well, I think I'm going to go and play for the Philadelphia 76ers because that's where I grew up. Nobody would have seen it coming. Nobody saw this coming either. Everyone thought that Miami would flinch and give him the extra $5 million. Here's the thing, though. It's not even about $5 million, really. It's not. Because Miami has a no state taxes, no income taxes on their state taxes. So that means he would have been a wash. It would have been a complete wash. This is called Dwayne Wade is feeling disrespected. He's feeling completely disrespected. They didn't give him the money up front. They didn't compromise and give him more money. And he pretty much has taken the exact same deal by going to Chicago. And I think it's going to be something that both sides are going to look back on and be like, why did we do that? I'm sure Carl Malone, even though he was looking for that ring back when he went to the Lakers, I'm sure he regrets leaving the Jazz just a little bit, not playing his entire career in one uniform. doesn't happen very often. Uh, pretty much happens never. And, and maybe in this new generation, maybe you're never going to see guys playing one uniform their entire career. Those days just might be done. But Dwayne Wade was somebody who definitely thought – that he would. Uh, so Dwayne Wade goes to Chicago. Chicago's made some pretty nice moves, though. Uh, they have Rondo, uh, Jimmy Butler, Dwayne Wade. They just picked up Robin Lopez as well, and uh, Taj Gibson. That's a nice starting five. Now, is that going to be a starting five that can beat Cleveland? No, of course not. But it can make things interesting, and it makes a lot of you know cold nights a lot better. And that's really all you really want is to be entertained. New York kind of did the same thing. They became more entertaining. They now have Carmelo Anthony. Uh, they have Courtney Lee playing the two. They're going to have Derrick Rose running the point. Uh, and they're going to have uh, Prozingis. So they become a lot more interesting 
at least. And they have Joe Kinoma. Excuse me, I forgot they got Joe Kinoma as well. So they're going to be more entertaining as well. And if you don't have a championship team, you at least want your team to be entertaining. Unlike the Lakers, who decided to go out and pay Mozgov $64 million. Timothy Mozgov, who didn't get off the bench and play in the finals all but maybe one game, just got $64 million. I don't know what the Lakers are doing. Jim Buss is running that thing into the ground. I like the Luau Dang pickup. That's a nice pickup, but basically he's just sent there to babysit the kids that they have drafted the last few years. So he's going in there, and he's going to play Mr. Mom. I hope he enjoys that um, because uh, there's going to be a lot of fights they'll have to break up. He'll probably have to get old uh, Russell away from the cell phones. You know, probably have to take old Ingram around, show him the town in L.A., make sure he's not hitting up too many ladies of the night. So that's basically Luau Dang's job now. And if he can put up 14 points a game, I guess we'll take that as well. The Lakers have become a laughing stock of the NBA. This was the model franchise of the NBA. This was the pillar of franchise sports. The Lakers. When you thought of greatness, you thought of the Lakers. And ever since Jim Buss took them over, they are garbage. Jerry Buss has rolled over in his grade 32 different times. They can't even get a meeting, folks. A meeting anymore with these top players. Kevin Durant said, I don't even want to talk to you. Don't even come around here. Bye, Felicia. Boom, out the door. DeMar Rosen, who is from Los Angeles. He grew up 15 minutes away from the form in Inglewood. 15 minutes away. Diehard Laker fan. He decided to stay in Toronto. Toronto? Nobody stays in Toronto. Every single player that has been in Toronto that's a star has gotten the hell out. They gotten out. See ya. And DeMar Rosen says, nah, I think I'll stick around here. I don't want to. He didn't even talk to L.A. They can't even get in the conversation. They can't even get in the door. The Los Angeles Lakers. That's right. The Los Angeles Lakers have become the clip joint. They are now the new clip joint. And it's sad for me to say that because I love my Lake show. I love them. Magic Johnson, if he was still alive, he would be throwing, rolling in his grave as well. That Johnson is alive. So he can't roll in his grave. So there's no rolling in the grave because Matt Johnson's alive. But he probably wishes he was dead. He's cut all ties from the Lakers. He doesn't want to be that anymore. He doesn't go get his statue. Say, tear that statue down. I don't want that statue there anymore. Take that statue over to Inglewood. Put it up by the forum. I don't want it here at Staples anymore. Staples is clip joint town. It's clip joint town. Get me out of here. Chick Kern. Chick Kern doesn't want to be outside Staples Center anymore. He wants out. Chick Kern wants out. He wants to be over by Dodger Stadium. Okay, never mind. Don't put him over by Dodger Stadium either. Y- you know what? Let's put them over by the new L.A. Rams Stadium. It's going to be built in a few years. At least they, uh, okay, we don't want to put them there either. You know what? Let's just leave Chick Kern where he's at, but let's maybe put a cover over the top. He doesn't want to be seen anymore. He doesn't want these people to see him. He doesn't want to see the disgrace that's happened to the Los Angeles Lakers. Jim Buss, you need to get out. And Jenny, if you're not going to get rid of Jim Buss, you need to get out. There's a lot of people that buy the Lakers and treat them a lot better than you would. Arsenio Hall? Sure, he would buy the Lakers. Okay, some of you may be like, who's Arsenio Hall? But for us long timers, we know who Arsenio Hall is. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of people that want to buy the Lakers. Anyway, NBA draft. 
sorry, NBA free agency been pretty exciting. You've got those big moves that happened. Uh, other than that, can't think of too much else that was pretty big. Uh, some smaller teams kind of picked up as well. Uh, Utah Jazz, they picked up uh, Boris Diaw. They picked up uh, Joe Johnson. I'm just Joe. Yeah, that Joe Johnson. That's right. He's still in the league. Joe Johnson, who played for the Boston Celtics, the Phoenix Suns, the Atlanta Falcons, the Brooklyn Nets, and those of you who forgot, he also played for the Miami Heat last year. Now he's with the Utah Jazz. That's a good pickup, though. They need some veterans. Maybe uh, having a veteran like him and Boris Diaw can help them out as well. I thought they should have taken a shot at Dwayne Wade. Hey, call his bluff. Go after him. Give give him $30 million. Give Dwayne Wade $30 million for for this year and 30 for next year. Give them $60 million. They had the money. They would have made it back. Every single white woman in Utah would have been buying a Dwayne Wade jersey. Okay? You would just see Dwayne Wade jerseys everywhere. Every single place you look, Dwayne Wade jersey would have been there. They would have been selling out the arena. They should have just done it. These small teams, market teams, should have just called Dwayne Wade's bluff and been like, you about money? We're going to throw it all at you. We're going to throw all our money at you and see what we can do. They didn't. But that's what I would have done. What else are you going to do? You can't win a championship. You might as well fill the arena and get a bunch of people wearing uh, somebody's jersey who's probably past their prime. It's all about money, folks. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. All right, so tonight I want you to make sure that you comment on the SoundCloud or email us and make sure that we get easy back. We want easy back. Or if you don't want Easy Back, then right back, we don't want Easy Back. Easy is a low-life scum bucket that has let down the Dungeon Clan. He let us down, folks. So if you don't want him, that's how you think. If you want him, let us know because we'll bring him back. We'd love to have him. I, th- I thought he was a lot of fun. And if you don't want him, then maybe we can have someone else. I got other people in my back pocket I can bring on at any time. You know, I'm full of surprises. You never know what's going to happen on the the dungeon. All right, so we're out for tonight. It's getting kind of late, and I just wanted to give you my two cents. Make sure you know we're still out there. Make sure that uh, you know we care. I care about you. I hope you care about me. Go ahead and make sure you hit that subscribe button. Subscribe or follow on SoundCloud. That way you get all the episodes. I've had a bunch of people the last few days hit me up and say, hey, where's the last few episodes? And I'm like, well, the last few episodes are out there. What are you talking about? And they uh, they want more of it. They would have it if they would just hit the button. All you got to do is hit that button. Boom. You're in. And you won't even have to text me. You won't have to hit me up on Twitter. You won't have to do a sky message in the sky. You will just have it. So make sure you do that. Alright, so that email again, remember, if you want to email me, don't want to subscribe, but you want to email me, it's dungeonpodcast2424 at gmail.com. I know it's a lot. Let's do it again. Dungeonpodcast2424 at gmail.com. We get some more sponsors. Maybe we can get a better email. And that Twitter, if you want to tweet me, hit me up on my Twitter. It's at M as in Mary. No, I'm not a woman. I'll punch you in the cherry. Pace Lake Show. That's at M Pace Lake Show. All right. 
Hope everyone has a great night. Again, I thank you. Thank you so much for listening to me. All of you who came for easy. Hey, I'm glad you checked it out again. We'll see if we can get them back. If not, who cares? We don't need them. Have a great night. We'll see you again next time. And remember, today was a good day.